Act Two. Okay, so after the discussion and, in many real ways, um, gracing the uh, the um, Kesme Badalas, Trenton, Deneth, and Glenro de Orion, with your presences, you stand up, you depart, you chat about the situation and, and them, you look back, give them a, a look to stir up some more kerfuffle, um, and you s- smile to each other as you can. You have free reign of the um, of the, the floor where there are several I- individuals chatting, two that, that you recognize, others that you don't. If there's anybody that you would like to speak with, um, you can. Otherwise, you can let me know where you're going. And if somebody Towards comes the bedrooms. up, or the bedrooms, yep. very good. I would ask Alcarsa, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. is it normal that Kesme is here? No, but do you remember um, the, the, the good Viscount? Um, God, I just had his name. I just, I knew I was gonna forget. Gonna bother me now. Um, Dalen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Dalen Dallas. Um, do you recall when you were here last that she tended to insert herself in all the business as a good wife should, especially of, but she's very assertive and he kind of juts his head, touches his head toward, um, go to bed. It's like that was something that always was to the great chagrin of the prior patriarch was how much Kesme would insert herself. The fact that she's here right now means she either twisted his arm or has enough power within the family that she she's here. But she it is married him, didn't she? Absolutely. Again. It is odd. I'm glad. I didn't actually expect you to pick. I wasn't going to, to say anything, but you picked up on it exactly correctly. That is, it is, it is odd. That is very odd. It would be almost like seeing Nikolai Dorian or um, Nico, Nikolai Orion walk walking around. At least you could chalk that up to his disposition. He's pleasant to be around. As is a. Uh, over exuberant dog, but I say that Dylan was the face of House Dallas, and Kesme was the purse strings and the quill and the everything else. I don't, I don't. That's not true. He was very much a show, a, a showman. I knew him well enough. Again, Charles knew, knew him quite well, and always said that Dylan was not a concern. As long as he was he was in charge or got the back, um, House Vidalis will do what they, they do, stay within their lines, not one of the ones that we, we need to worry about more than usual. Kesme was one to watch for. Hmm. Do I believe that she's a nefarious thief fucker? Not necessarily. Do I think that she is out for her own good in every way, shape, and form? Yes, but between you and me, who isn't in the court city? Where is she even from? One of the 60? Yes, she was, um, I think she was of the Irdis family, which was a, um, there's probably some of them even around here, or no, probably not, because half half of the 60 didn't didn't show up, but it was a very, very middling 
60 family and it was a marriage of love and and convenience love from Dalen convenience before her I'm sure I don't mean to disparage folk Um, each have their own right and Godebeck doesn't bring his own partner Godebeck's partner um, passed away um, about a five or six years ago, just from natural causes, not anything uncouth. Um, can't bring back someone that dies of disease, and at a certain point, you just don't. He's old enough. He's old enough now to, to know at the time. But she was actually a decade older than than him. So that makes sense then. Sad when it happened, I'm sure. As you guys are chit-chatting, slowly meandering around through crowds, you know, doing flashing smiles and nodding at folk as they, they blah, 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 you know, moving past you and and whatnot, um, there is an old halfling woman that sort of walks up um, um, and says, Excuse me, Lord Duke Dimitani. And she'll sort of bow and help Ah, uh, Lady Shama Galanda. He'll say, Annie, uh, this is this is uh, Lady Shama Galanda. You're the late Yorin de Galanda's um, sister. She owns um, and oversees about half or so the taverns and drinking halls in the lower districts. Do you not? She says, you flatter me, but yes, I do. You, uh, voice voice of the crown, Lady Anaxoria Ahura, yes? Yes, wonderful to meet you. Actually, it's uh, Anaxoria Zenzi. Oh, my information has been improper. I apologize so much. I used to go by that. That's why I didn't even notice. Oh. I'm beside myself. Well, I will remember that for the future. It is very good to see you two in good health. Um, as Lord Demidani has so eloquently placed it, I, I do indeed own and oversee half the taverns and, and, and drinking halls, if you will, in the lower districts. And I'm sure that you both are well aware of the troubles that we've had in the lower districts as of late. Just ter- terrible things. The people there filled with such anger and vitriol that they oh what's that saying that they're, they're, they're cutting off their own noses to spite their faces our modest drinking halls and taverns have done nothing to hurt these people but alas it hardly a, a night goes by without a rock or a stone or a brick or a torch set to something I, I just wanted to mention this, that it can be difficult for those of, of, of us in our positions to see such things, but there is still such turmoil. If there's anything uh, that, that can be, be done, I hope that uh, the eyes and the voices and the ears that matter 
by doing so. Of course, we are doing everything we can. I'm sure. And if you happen to see, um, uh, oh shit, Hossack, Lauren's granddaughter, her sister. So what would that, what would Clarabelle be to Shamas? Great niece, yes. That would be her great aunt. Yes, that makes sense. I had the great aunt, but I was like, for some reason, but duh, aunt niece. So I'm sure. If you happen to see, catch the, the, the Thank you. And Duke de Madani, in, in your new, posi- new position, I hope that you can help guide the likes of my grand niece. Her. Yes. Uh, Clarabelle. Yes. Um, Lady Cla- Clarabelle. Um, she, she, she does so need a strong guiding hand that, that knows the ropes and knows how to further family to greater heights it is she uh, is young and has many ideals and you yourself as, as young as you are with such a bright future before you I, I just hope that you are there to be a, a hand on her shoulder when appropriate of course you will kind of give a thin smile understood lady Galanda well I Sure, I have taken up your, your time plenty and more than more than enough. So, I thank you very much for both of your time and your ears. Of course. And she will model herself away. Alcaris will look at you and sort of give an eye roll, and then uh, let's just hurry up here and step through here. How do you not immediately say what do you want when people walk up? What, what do you mean? That that was a perfectly normal conversation between between two really strong, firm friends with no requests or, de- or demands by by either side to either side. Absolutely. Is that not how you have conversation where you're from? No, we usually just don't even introduce ourselves and buy each other beer, ale. We should probably consider adopting your strange foreign customs here in the, in the upper echelons of the court city. Generally, when you say no where I go, it means something. He will, again, lean forward and whisper to you and say, uh, Shama is quite vocal about Lady Clarabelle believing her to be soft due to her youth and easy upbringing and feared that she will not elevate House Galanda in her time. It will stagnate, or worse, decline. I, for one, believe that Joran groomed her for this position specifically to get a rise out of the elders and family, the more gold-hungry members. He always doted upon her, but whether the grooming was out of love for Clarabelle or his desire to twist a knife into the inner politics of his house even after his death is lost with his immortal soul. She is in a difficult position, in many ways even more so than myself. I thought she was quite smart. She is smart as a whip. She is, she'll do fine, but it's the inner house politics that she has to 
muck through. At least I had no problem telling my family, my family to shut the fuck up. But she has the likes of Shama breathing down her neck and spreading such words in so many words or less. She just told told us that she has no faith in her, her own grand grandniece because she wants to elevate the family. And in business, you must always grow. You must never stagnate. Stagnation is death. Such it is in the court city, at least. Well, luckily for Clarabelle, it doesn't look like her great aunt is has that much longer. Well, let's not be wishing death upon uh, upon no. the elderly here. No. And sorry, my goodness. I am not wishing it. I am merely pointing it out. <laughs> As you two walk through here, into this area, you see the usual um, um, closed um, doors, stairs here and here. All the, the doors are closed as far as you can see right now. And there is the bookshelf here. And there is several, like, there's. this is where a lot of the actual, like, um, art installations are. Um, there's tapestries, there's paintings, there's there's busts of famous figures. Um, this is very much where people come just to marvel over the, if they want a quieter place away from all this nonsense, but they want to appreciate the beauty that, that, that the, the Tertians have. Besides walking around with the guards and all the marble columns and whatnot, this is the place that they go. Um, you are Scantly, even through the the, the, the doors, um, but then there are about um, six or seven individuals that you, you can see milling about, looking at such art right now. Um, a, a gnomish figure, a, a halfling, several humans, and such. But is there anything you would like to do? Look, like you were about do to I do recognize something. any of them? I don't recognize any of them. No. Okay. Then I would go and pull them as if we were looking at that. Okay, over here you said? Yeah, like the art piece. Mm -hmm. And walking like kind of in front of him as if like he were about to hug me or something, I am going to, as stealthily as possible, do detect thoughts. Easy enough. In the corner here, yeah. If you're in a corner away where people are coming, staring at you, and your back is to to, to them easy enough to do what you need to do. Pluck a, a little bit, a little string. Letting that sound reverberate through you. As the sound dies down, it's like all the rest of the sound that you can't usually hear begins to bleed through. You can hear a variety of things. Um, what are you trying to, are you trying to see anybody in here now? Is, is that sad? I what am, yeah. Doing? I would start meandering to see if I pick up anything in the rooms. Sure. Um. I know who came out of this one last time. Mm-hmm. Let me take a look-see here just to make sure. That's a clever trick you did there. Let me make sure this is all good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Come on, come on, bud. 
big boy. You can't go under there. You can't go under there. You can give me a kiss. In the first room right here, you do sense the presence of two minds. Um, surface thoughts are fairly amorous. Um, it's, you don't have any eyes on them, so I cannot, they're not thinking, I'm old and human, you know what I mean? So yeah. all, all you get are general vibes of amorous sort of, um, despite you're using your actual ears, you can hear just bare murmuring. <laughs> what not but you don't hear anything distinct they're clearly trying to be hushed but there is a bit of a giggle there and you, your thoughts again are just gathering amorous sort of sensations to them a bit of danger though not like an imminent danger a bit of maybe we you know, shouldn't maybe, maybe we should sort of, of thing why do you think they have these um, bed, bedrooms you know that and a bit of just general excitement though from whether it's from this or just a, a general sense of excitement to like uh to be out here again they've been cooped up in, in our homes too long too much fear it's time to get back out there and do stuff um sort of, of thing so that's probably the surface level thoughts you're you're getting from in there sounds good i would keep moving on then okay do you want I, I, are you going to ping ping any of the individuals around and um that you can see for anything of interest or just looking i'm mainly for trying to get who's stuff? doing things in secret not who but like you know yep. if i picked up on something that i was like mm, i yep. want to know who that is yes um as you're walking around through here well once you get to the halfway point um you do not sense anybody in this this room here, nor this one, nor this, the nor this one, right now. Um, once you get about this far, there is a figure, a figure that. Um, let me make sure. Yes, a gnomish figure is here, and we'll see. You two, and him kind of standing next to you, you know, as you are walk, walking arm in arm, more or less slowly, will come up and say, uh, Ah, Duke Dimitani, it has been such such a time, even before you were Duke, I believe. And he says, Ah, Lord Drellum Italian. I would turn it to him, then, to just him? for surface level. Okay. You get sort of a, a, a general surface level sense of um, mingling. Just this is just another person to mingle with. He doesn't really have an agenda, thankfully, for once. Um, but he knows Elpris at least by name. It's good to introduce yourself to to, to him um, and you. It's a sort of a thing. So the surface level thought you get is just checking the box saying i did this and um it's good just to be known especially to these these two there is a bit of a of a uh, um sense from him of anxiety 
but you don't get a sense that it's, that it's anything in particular. It's just general anxiety, um, maybe like many others, of just being here right right now. Like who's through and through any any door? What if there's a fucking dragon that that bursts through the ceiling? That that sort of thing. But again, that's not uncommon. And the fact that if you recall, I'll just go to the top floor for a moment here. Yep. This is all a glass right here, so you're seeing the um the um night sky, the the stars above you so his eyes kind of his eyes kind of like 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 flit up that's just the sort of thing like he doesn't want to be underneath this because he heard everybody everybody's heard what happened at the the palace when the ships hit and then the dragon bust through yeah so that that's that's pretty much mostly what you get from him in the the, the, the brief thing long story short he and he and elkris share some some you know chit chats um elkris will introduce him as um drellum you're italian um, a gnomish um, noble house that runs the notary guild in the co- in the court city under House Civis. Um, and now you're seeing that you know, not one house can do everything. Not like the Yarlans aren't the only performers for a city of two hundred fifty thousand people. They have they have other performers and other houses and families. This is um, the Italian. Fam, um, family is a gnomish house that runs the notary guild here as a wing sort of under house civis. Um, they authenticate everything from certificates to banknotes to contracts, which makes them an indispensable in um, service in modern times to likes of house Kaneth, Kundarak, Thrashk, and more. Elkris even says, uh, it is said that no parchment is official without the mark of House Civis upon it. And we'll explain to you, to, to you later on, um, after this conversation is over, that that is an ideal battle. Um, Learman's great-grandfather worked very hard to cultivate over time and is the reason why they went from, from a Merrill to Marquis in only a century. Mm. Um, it was really the idea of like, and Elkris will fill you in on the gossip that's very old stories and that sort of stuff in the Dragon House is that the theory was how Civis itself was putting out forgeries. If they spread forgeries of banknotes, if they spread forgeries of you know certificates of authentication and all that stuff, and then people start to find out it causes a big fucking hall boom, like, well, you should have had us authenticate that. Um, and they keep records of all the authentications and all that stuff. So no real evidence ever came of it. The evidence that did come of it was quashed via either gold or the judges were paid off or, or whatever else. But regardless of what happened and how it happened, it is what launched them into a position of power. Marquis is very, very, only Duke is above that. And that Duke is only Kenneth and Madani. And Madonna's only dukes because Trollope had dirt on like everyone, everyone, everyone. everyone. Um, so yes, that's that's essentially what you would get filled in there. Trollope um, will you know introduce himself to you, and he'll say if you ever have need of our services, um, the notary guild is way more than happy to notarize anything that the, that the, the crown might require. And he also um, says that he himself directly oversees the hidden word cryptographer and code-breaking wing of the notary guild, which um, Duke de Madani as well 
where you see, ah, that's why Elkris um, knows Dome. Because besides the Notary Guild, there's also the aspect where they're very good at either creating codes or cracking them. And you can imagine that being a service that the Madani's would, would benefit from. So that's that's that interaction there that happened. But since you're reading his mind, there's a, you're, you're not really... As he's speaking, you're like, okay, 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 okay. But there's nothing really there that's like, okay, you're freaking out or anything. Um, yeah. But you do know there's there's nobody here, here, or here. But you didn't quite reach the, the, this area over here, or here, or here with with your mental link, unless unless you want to like walk right past him before no. your before your mental. I would be okay, especially at this point of letting it okay. fade. Yeah, so it'll it'll fade, but you have. You have essentially the others. You never really know how much are they saying, how much are they not. But with this person, you're like, you got zero sense from his service thought that there's anything uncouth going going on with, with this person. Just in, introducing his services and whatnot, doing the checkbox exercise, and then he'll excuse himself and walk, you know, this way and exit. Well, at least he didn't have an agenda. No, are you sure? Well, I was surface level at least. No, I don't. I don't think he would. Um, I, I actually. God, how old was I? I was, seven. Seven when I had to build my own my first cryptex, and um, assemble it, and solve it, and it's, it's a whole bunch of thing. Um, there's these. Code breaking is and code writing is a part of the. Mid Donny bloodline, as you can imagine. So I think I was six or seven when, when I when I did my um, first and Drellum himself was a, actually the, the one who I worked under for only a month. I picked up on it pr pretty quickly, far faster than Eklund did, so I hear. I'll have to ask him about it. We all have our different skills and talents. I, I was always good at, at breaking things, including code, and he was always good at Having stick up his, his up his ass. Ah, lady, and then somebody else. You you chat chat with the bit. That's a pretty brief thing, and she moves past. Um, he's like, that was a weird encounter, and then but she meanders down. Um. Yeah. Anything else you want to do up here? I would pretend to go and look at art over here, something, and recast. Okay. You recast. Ah, so I'm interested to see if anyone's one here. Mm -hmm. Well, lo and behold, there is nobody here. Nobody here. There are two people in, the, in this room. You can hear voices, kind of like you can right now. They're quiet. And these two, you can actually pick out who they are if you spend a full minute or so loitering around, kind of flipping between one and the other, you can kind of, again, just surface level things, but you would discern the two people in this room are about to be revealed, and they are um, Lexus Decaneth and um, Lord Quentin de Florandar. 
Um, you remember, remember, remember who Lyrandar are? Mm-hmm. Making sure Quentin, which is, I assume so, just making sure. Yep. Uh, so you flip through, and the surface level, it's always hard, surface level thoughts. The surface level thoughts and impressions that, that you get are basically those of, well, first of all, um, yeah. I, I would say that they're, shit, sorry. You wouldn't know hers. You would not you have zero sense of her whatsoever. But you would know his, and you can get close enough where you can hear him talking and her responding. And Elkaris will 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 say, That's that's all of Alexis' voice to you. Um so you would only be able to hear his circle, which is fine, because I mean you just get to focus on that. She must have some sort of ring or medallion, which is not shocking considering she's the fucking can't, right? She wants yeah. it, they'll build it. Yep. Um, plus gambling. Makes sense to have it, that shit. Yep. Um, what you're getting from Quentin is one, a sense of anxiety, a sense of excitement, a sense of this being a good business endeavor, um, a sense of needing to make up for the devastation that's occurred and the responsibility that his family has had in it and he himself. But what you don't get is the surface level vibe feeling that it's out of a duty of, uh, or a sense of duty, rather than rather than it is, our house is being scrutinized now more than ever. Our rain collar guild, so many people that, that died there. The Sapphire RC being the ruins of that ship, that rumor mill is spreading. Um, the court edicts being lifted will be a tremendous benefit to the House Lyrandar, almost more than any, if, if you think, think about it. Yeah. House Lyrandar, Orion, and Caneth benefit most from it than anybody else. Um, and Caneth, even then, they're kind of sad. They, they can only build so much. They can charge a lot more if they have more customers. They can only build so much. So you get a sense of emergency from him as well. He really wants to get on her good side right now and wants to have an established thing before the court edicts are lifted that the Caneths and them can work together. So that's sort of what this is, sort of sort of that, that thing. You also, um, the other um, urgency sense is in his mind, the last thing you kind of get is a, sw- just a swimming sense of he knows that Glenrow is here too. That sort of thing. Do you want to press further or do you want to just keep surface level so there's no surface i would not want him to be able to tell yeah yep does that make sense was anything that okay no that that definitely is and i would kind of whisper it to elkaris super quietly he'll he'll before you do it he'll say let's you know move back this this way but yeah yeah, as you guys are man you kind of just do a swing around here you you don't sense anything in these ones either um as you can continue your meandering this way but then you you can whisper to him what you can whisper Pretty much all of that. So I think it was Alexis and Lyrandar. Mm, not surprising. Business opportunities he's trying to get in on the ground floor before the Corthedics are lifted. Again, not surprising. At least it's not a bedroom. No? You both. <laughs> and I'm going to look at the one that I heard the giggle from. Well, tell that to them. Bedrooms are not often used for fornication, but in times, 
enough drink and enough merriment, um, anything can happen. Let's hope so. Let's. He was thinking about Glenro too. Again, not, su- not surprising. He's probably, I don't think he's intimidated by the boy, which is funny because he's older than Alvin's uh, uh, probably. But, Orion and Lyrandar have had a competition since forever, and Kanef has worked with both of them throughout time. Lyrandar could not build their ships without Kanef's help and forge enormous ex- expense. So, and whatever Glenrose talking about with his um, lightning veil I- idea he wants to bring here, or a different way of locomotion, you better bet that's all going to be Kanef technology. Knowledge, or at least, at least they'll be the ones putting hands to whatever his mind is cooking up. So, in the court edicts lift, Kenneth can start charging a lot more because we'll have a lot bigger customer base, a lot more more rich people, which means Lyrandar and Orion both. And Orion, right now, probably cannot rub two copper together to, to make a sound that would be attractive to like a likes of Alexis. But you better bet that she knows how to gamble, and she's using the fact that Glenro is here as a tool to make Quentin up his ante. Oh, I love her. Should I be asking her for more money for what we're getting done? That's a thought. Different time. What do you mean? Oh, we're considering going on a hunting trip for some supplies House Kenneth needs for some Equipment. I'm sure they won't stay in there forever. If you, if you will want to to meander, mingle, and meet with her at some point in time, I'm sure we'll have plenty. This, this thing goes on for a, a, another two, three hours before the actual performance even starts. I think that would be a conversation for a future date, especially one that I can bring different dwarf to. Oh boy. Considering it's more his venture than my own. Understood. Where to next, my dearest? Perhaps down for another drink. And then I might actually go outside and talk to that mercenary. See if I can get a vibe from him. Very good. Come through here. Um, some other minor nobles will begin to sort of... Um, come up and introduce himself to Algrissa, because again, he's one of the directors. A lot of reason for this thing is just introduce and talk and stuff, and you can tell that this individual's more interested in um, Algrissa than you. And um, I will excuse myself So then. that's, yeah, you can excuse yourself. Um, he's, he compliments you, your look, and everything else. It's, oh, the crown is so so, so fortunate, but then says, so, Duke de Madani, I was wondering, is there a position in which, and you're like, Fuck off! Fuck off! Okay. So back down to the first floor. Let me um, shift things around a little bit because it has been time I need to get better at not making sure people would not realistically just sit in the same fucking place all the time. So. But aren't they just waiting for me to talk to them? <laughs> no! They are not! Goddamn, that's exactly that's what I'm not talking about. Um, so you would. Now, at this point in time, see 
Lord Fjarlan here at the bar, this one at least. Um, she would not be visible to you right now. And Brevin would be sitting playing cards right here at this moment in time. And Fastidiamos seems to have moved over here and is playing a game, a one-on-one -on -one game, having having a one-on-one -on -one chat, but the game seems to have been forgotten. And instead, sort of a telling of fortune to a, a young, um, very, very pretty, but literally maybe like 16 year old um, um, noble gal who's just sort of enthralled with the idea here and like, oh my god, I'm talking like a dragon mark air. Like, you have no idea who she is at all. One of the 60 young sort of thing. If Tidiamus is very much, as always, happy to have any sort of um, audience. And most, most people are like, you fucking just get out of here, man. But um, just stop. But for her, she's like probably some. This might this might be her first for for, for all, all you know. So he's looking for that. So as you walk down the steps, you spot that. You spot this, and you spot um Brevin. That's not where I meant to put him. Um, Brevin sitting. Uh, he'd have his. No, I meant, I meant to put him here. There we go. Right there. He's playing cards right now over over here. Um. Yeah, so what would you like to, to do seeing this? Or just meander to the bar here, the bar there, those are the two bars. Or you could, if, you see, if, you, if you really just want to drink, you could just grab one off of a servant and walk around. Whatever you want to do. I would go say hi to Brevin. Okay. There is a spot open at the ta table right, right, right next to him, if, if you choose. Again, the place isn't hopping. It's about, it's a, like, really about a quarter of the capacity that's usually here. Um, and many of them are outside, so there's plenty of open spots and table. You can have a sit right next to him if you wish to. Revan. Alex, sorry, my dear. Good it's to been see you. Some time. Good to see you as well. Good to see you as, as well. In good health? As good as as any. And he, he runs one white gloved hand through his hair, which you remember was very much burnt off. His skin, like, charred with everything else. Um, and his, his gloved hand just obliterated. But all looking very, very, at this, this point in time, magically, he healed up. Perfectly, not a blemish. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. <laughs> how how are you though? How are your comrades in, in in arms? How is everything? Oh, you know, always plenty of work to do. Yes, is the crown keeping you busy? Oh, as busy as I should be. Busy enough to keep me out of trouble, which I half think is what Eklund hopes to do most of the time. Eklund. Can't imagine a more fuddy duddy in, in all the West, but. He is a good man. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. I, I don't think I've exchanged more than four words with the half elf this whole time. But that's my um, proclivity with most Minions, if I can be honest. You can always be honest with me. How is, speaking of which, how, how is our, our dear uh, new patriarch? Good. You're keeping him in line, I take it? As much as I keep myself in line. Ever. Hmm. No, is, he's doing quite well. It is a shame and a travesty what happened to, to Trollope. Yes. What happened to all of them. 
his voice gets loses that usual ah adixorium um, bravado and vibrato to it both and kind of gets quiet, quiet as he puts his elbows on the t- table and says a bit more quietly like in, t- intimately j- just to you we can't allow such a thing to happen again you understand and I know you're doing everything in your power to prevent it Yes. He grits his teeth a bit. I don't regret the damage I took. I do regret that it had little import in the end. I wouldn't say that. The prince is still here. You saved many lives, brother. Trust me, look around this room. Probably respect you the most. That's good for business, isn't it? The Blademark Guild would be a sham if their leader was uh, cowering behind women rather than standing out front of them. So, it was the least that could be done. I do have a query for free for you, though. Mm-hmm. He'll wave off you on dealer who will bow and look at the um, one guest on this corner here and say, if you would, follow, follow me. Where are you going? This way, please. I'm not done done playing. Come now, come now. And we'll take that figure and walk around o- over here. I've heard many rumors about that dragon. A large red dragon appears within our city, crashes through our royal palace, burns and obliterates many, kills the queen of of Agarstone. It would have baked all of us alive if not for the rapid intervention of the Crown Prince and others. I've heard rumors of hobgoblins and priests and the enemy of the East being our own back door. Hell, not even that, inside our own house, in our very bedroom. I wish to ask you directly, because I know that that you are as direct as you can be coy. What in all nine names of the Sovereign Host is going on with this situation? If I am, if the Blade Martin Guild is to be used in this war, and it is being discussed, I wish to know what I am sending my men into. Well, I can assure you it's not another the losses we felt that day, they felt as well. And we did not let them get away without hurting. Yes, Elvenor, who you remember as Papa Fion, he says, Elvenor did mention a certain pyre of hobgoblin bodies, and it was him that mentioned a war priest of some sort, so. 
seems hard to imagine, much less believe, that they could have felt even a fraction of the pain that we did that day, the losses that we incurred, the amount of politics thrown into disarray because of it, but... The politics were already in disarray. This merely brought them to light, whether it happened this generation or the next. Is it true, then, that the hobgoblin was the dragon itself? Yes. They were one and the same. By the time I came to, I was quite obviously... Everything was done by then. But was... Do you have any concept of how? The only spellcraft that I have had men on the research, and there are, but there is spellcraft unbelievably powerful that can... Polymorph one into such a thing, but a hobgoblin in possession of such spellcraft would, would take even the oldest of, of elves hardly ever reach such powerful heights. She didn't do it herself, she was taught by someone else. Well, still, being taught that would take it is, it is simply hard to believe a hobgoblin. They're good soldiers, they're, I know them. They're good, they're amongst the best, most well-disciplined soldiers. Unquestionably, they, the hobgoblin kind, are the reason why the East is in any sort of order right now. And for every hundred normal goblins, you have one hobgoblin leading them and teaching them how to march, teaching them how to tie stone to stick to make a bloody spear, but one of them, having spellcraft of that, throws everything we think we know about them into disarray. It seems this group was handpicked for their intelligence and ability. And brutality. It feels like there are larger forces driving. Because in what world would the East ever be disorganized? More importantly, in what world would the East have resources such as polymorph on that scale, much less meteors raining from the heavens. This truce that we have, I don't like a moment of it. I like nothing of it. We are being held literally hostage by some enemy that we've thought of the last decade as barbarians, being led by, frankly, better barbarians. Now we understand that they can become creatures of, of legend, which hardly were believed to, to even exist in any sort of modern era. And they can use spellcraft of the highest echelon to destroy an entire hamlet, an entire village square in seconds. The Blademark Guild is growing in size. That is one thing I can do during this time of what we call peace, what we call a truce, where I call being held hostage. At least gives me time to grow the guild and exact a heavy toll from the crown's purses for their use. But I need to know what we're walking into. The crown is reticent about divulging 
for information more than what you already have. It is the plan that your guild will not come across anything more than what is normal. That is what you can expect them to march into. A unified front in the steppes and slightly beyond. As for the rest of it, I can't divulge more, and I'm letting you know that because I respect you. But there are those of us who are doing everything in our power to ensure nothing like that ever gets near any of you again. I hold myself partially responsible for what happened at the summit. Nay, I feel guilty every day. And I will die before your men ever see another dragon coming at them. He looks at you dead in the eyes opposed to sort of the side eye he's been mostly doing. Which is not, not to be disrespectful, but mostly because he's always like surveying and stuff, but he looks at you dead in the eye, focusing on you and says, I'll hold you to that. And what of your dwarven companion? Still, still a staunch ally? I heard there was quite the kerfuffle with the prissy prince. They're fighting, so he's not allowed here currently. I'm working on it. Rumor says he got a good a few nicks on Evaniel before he was unceremoniously cast out. Yeah, and then unceremoniously kept out due to sending a very messy gift on my birthday, nonetheless. No, I hadn't heard of this. Well, Divulge. you didn't hear it from me. Divulge, my dear. He may have sent a cape full of shit back. Suffice to say, a uh, re-invitation to join his, his, his position as acting Lord and Marshal has not been issued. <laughs> no, I don't think it will anytime soon. So he is working on other fronts, primarily in Agristone. You recall at one time I, I offered to him, and, and to you, naturally, and your other friend, the human boy, the offer of joining us on the adventure to Runeheim. Yes. I still have that hammer, by the way. If you see your dwarven friend, tell him that it is currently collecting dust, but it will be made to good use. Not by myself. I fear I'm not uh, much for the, for the front lines at this moment in time, but I have... I made sure it's in the, the right hands in the Blademark Guild. But that entire endeavor to Runeheim was stopped. Obviously, so you did not make it there. Not, yet. Even, not even close. If you recall, uh, Derek, the Vivelderim, and, and myself were discussing the last time we all met in these glory halls five m months ago or so. 
he we hardly had sent our first scouts and when the summit went the way that it did and even besides the fact that Beric is no more and I quite literally died and had to be revived it was we called them back now is not the time it seems to dig through old tombs to seek riches even if they would help us in the war because the unknown the loss of life would be untenable right now I can let you know the same thing that was in the throne room that day you can expect those around Runeheim I, I understood those yes the uh, void walkers void walkers night walkers I believe I've heard them referred to as well Regardless, we will not be going. Um, Koristan is not willing to take a step, even a single foot in, in that direction, which, to be frank, makes sense, considering he's new to the astute position. The last thing he wants to do is march through or sail through or past Alfheim lands into Agastone. Obviously, we would sail. We would we would not march that would be silly but even so uh, Derek and I had been in this position for enough years that we were willing to, to incur a bit of scrutiny for our actions but Koristan as much as I chagrin to admit it I understand his position when I was new to the patriarchy I a few g- ginger steps in the ice for us to see the cracks I don't believe he'll be making any such moves for quite some time. And you? Are you still itching to go? I have the itch because I know what good. If there's more tools like that hammer, I would. It would be worth. Frankly, I could. I could fund the entire expedition and pay the lives of the lost guild member. The pay the families of the lost guild members lives Oof, that came out wrong uh, um, three times over for the amount that I paid for that that one hammer so yes there's plenty of worth for not only from a strength standpoint but also from a financial standpoint in times of peace but right now I think um, I think the risk is too high with that said if you and your your ilk were thinking about making another venture there, I may have a contingent of strong men, one that may wield a hammer, in fact, that would go with to see what could be plumbed with a smaller force. I recall how strong your your allies were, (laughs) frankly, in the Colosseum bouts. I lost quite a bit of coin on that, by the way. And I imagine that was only a fraction of, of what they were capable of, not to mention everything that's happened since. So, if you three go, I have a dozen men and women that would would join you, if you would have them. But I'm also no fool. I understand that your positions are such a... You have your hands in many other fires, getting burned all the while. I know something about that myself. I can certainly check with my Dorbin friend. Um, 
see what was on his agenda. We recently came into more guild members of our own that potentially this could be a good travel for them. I was not, I don't think I was aware that you were a part of a guild of your own. I believe I extended the offer. No, that's true. I extended the offer to your, to your friends and they laughed me out because uh, <laughs> they, they had their own. Oh, they were starting their own, but you said it's grown somewhat in the past several months? It has. We have some fishermen and a handful of orcs. This is Josh. I'm like, wait, what? But uh, you're, talking about, you're talking about them. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking you're talking about like the, the new members in Hanheimat. Ah. Brevin says, the interesting combination, but... Do you expect anything less from our file? I'm open to having the conversation with you, him, whomever. I do want this to be kept very quiet, though. Absolutely. I do not want Coruscant to know. I don't want anybody to know in the court city at all. I'm speaking this to you mm -hmm. because you said said that you respect me, and that is, and flattered will get you everywhere with me, my dear. And for what it's worth, I do respect what you have done. So I respect your strength and the strength of those companions that that you, that you keep. And I, and I know that you have more than just a few tricks up your sleeves as well. So. I will trust that if we come to some sort of arrangement, we'll, we'll be kept purely under any sort of table, including that of the, the, the crown. Absolutely. This is between you, me, and my two boys. And to clarify, that is Norman and Durf. Norman, that's, that's the name, yes, yes. Not the man who's currently upstairs. Yes, let's keep him decidedly out of this. As well, how can you be with someone who can read your mind at any point in time? Doesn't that give you feeling, especially considering that you work for the crown? You won't tell me things right now, but he can't you must know everything. Mind. I've made sure of that. Ah, withholding if if he does. Always. <laughs> we all know he has the power in relationships. We do indeed. Well, I should probably let that dealer come back before he gets relieved of his position. It was good speaking with you. It was good speaking with you. And I hope you know I do look forward to the day when I can tell you more. I as well. I hope that we do not all suffer from tight lips before words are whispered too late. But I do understand the necessity for... I cannot fault you when I just got done saying, begging you for uh, silence and kind comrades. So I do understand. No hard feelings here, Anaxoria. Absolutely. And it is good to see you. You as well. Now, go in his coin, and I will stand up and pat him on the shoulder. Keep our young queen safe, please. Always. I'm not, and then just like two fingers and you see the the dealer come back over the other guy is like long gone I'm like what the fuck was that all about but the dealer comes back over and begins to sh shuffle and deal then I will start making my way out out 
Oh, I'm not gonna chat with the, this individual. Hi, Papa Fiarland. You're Papa like, P. Oh, shit, hold on. I'm actually gonna go this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm here her again. Anywhere, right? No. Good. Not seeing her at all. Walk through here. Um. Couple more changes. Let's see, Corston. You will see Lancaster on the dance floor. Um. Heldra, you will not see. And Felicia is, of course, in here where she's supposed to, to, to be, but she's um, dancing with somebody right now. An elderly um, human who is just sort of like one, two, step. and one thing about Felicia, as many things, not only does she have a, a gravity to her and a sunshine from her, she can also make even the most crippled old man look good while dancing. As she's just his frail arms and such as she's swinging, she's making grandiose motions and spins as if he's flinging her in an expert way, but she's doing all the work, all the work. And it's almost like you're just, people are, are looking like, my God, Lord, Lord, blah, 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 you're quite good on your feet. And he goes, I'm not, I'm, yes, I'm quite amazing, aren't I? Like, he's even convinced, and that's just. I suddenly got better. Yeah, exactly. That's like. That's Felicia phrase, right? Right. It's that's just what she is. It's one of those, one of those things that I, as we we've, we've discussed, like 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 Annie is her her equal, if not better from a level standpoint, but her equal in skill, but they exude in a very different way. She's meant to be in the light, whereas Annie grows in the shadow. Annie grows in the shadow. Even her performances sometimes they're they're garish and outgoing, but even then they're more tuned for like. A ta ta tavern or a fisherman tribe. When I played in front of all of them, I did the entire, in all my dreams, I drowned. Exactly, exactly that. So Annie has a charisma and a whole, she found, which I think is great, because she found her own style that's so vastly different than Felicia that people wouldn't say, oh, you must, you must have learned under Felicia. They wouldn't know unless you said that. Which, on one hand, makes Felicia probably very proud. On the other hand, makes makes her go, damn, I really did pick a good, a good, good one, because yeah. you... But that's just the thing. It's not that she's better. It's just that she draws people and Annie draws them in a different way. She makes them think about who they are in their home, sitting, staring at a fire, where Felicia makes them dream about what they wish that they actually were. Yeah. Sort of thing. We're like the sun and the moon. Yeah. And when people face us together, they're like, I am a great person. I'm great. Right? I am? Yeah. <laughs> she makes me feel really good and then I feel very scared. Yes. <laughs> So as she's dancing, you see Lancaster here just chatted, chatting up with some folks, kind of in the thing where they're standing in the middle of the of the dance floor. There's not much dancing right now, but they're just ha having chats. Heldra is 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 gone. Um, and from your current vantage point, even if you you walk, walk in a bit, there's there's some there's three individuals here. You you have no idea who they are. Um, however, I will say. Yes, um, there is a, a halfling seated right here, who's chatting with somebody. And as you you know walk walk, walk through, he sort of you know, and just you know just sees you and, says, and he turns and hops off his his chair and says, "Lady Anaxoria, voice of the crown." Of course, the one and only. My name is, is Lord Calio Proleta. And you see he's wearing, um, obviously, aristocratic um, um, 
garb, but you definitely see a house crest you're not familiar with. And you notice that the, the name Proleta um, is not a very Sermonean name. Um, usually they have a, they have something and then a, a preposterous, you know, Irritain or Irritalian or San, 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 that sort of thing. Um, Proleta does not, and he says, uh, I'm sorry, um, I hail from Agastone. I am the son of Viscount Proleta. We oversee the Sildern Orakis, which is Elven, and you and you know that it, it, it essentially tra tra translates into, into Elven touched orchards of the one of the most renowned orchards in all of the the Moonwald. Elven hands planted the. The, those trees a millennia ago and have tended to them even to this day. Now, my father is naturally Viscount over a certain segment, so it falls on under my pro protection and I am him here to um, well, speak. I was hoping to see a delegate of the crown here and I was as you walk past so Fabishingly, previously, I, I, I asked who you were, and I was informed, to my surprise, that you are voice of the crown. I tell you, we do not have an agristone, but I understand that you are, that you speak for the crown, and you also are sort of, in a sense, ears of the crown. Yes, that is a very eloquent way of putting it. Well, that'll be quite, and he does have a pretty deep voice for a halfling, yay tall. He says, well, I will be quite frank with that, um... You understand that the the Moonwald, and he just begins with that, and you kind of have this feeling of, oh, fuck. I will cut him off and okay. say, let's grab a drink and go sit in a booth. More than happy to. On me. He hops up. They're all free here. <laughs> uh, but he will slide a gold coin over. And the person, of course, and will take a very, very fancy bottle. Um, it's still a red wine, um, but it has a golden filigree all over it and a literal crystal top, like a ruby, like this big stopper to it, where you're like, that ruby alone is probably worth like 500 gold. How much is the actual stuff in there worth? But as it pours just a small uh, um, amount into goblets and hands them over and he hands one to you thank you the most excellent stuff from um well the the moonwald believe it or not hmm. not um, that far from where the horses are is anyone sitting over here no not right now i will make my way over then hmm? and sit he'll come over and, and hop up <laughs> so the moonwald the Moonwald, yes. Do you know the history of um, the moon, Moonwald, Alfheim, Agristone, the Queen Mother, um, um, Elspeth, the, the Peacemaker, the, the, the end of the war about 60 years ago, all that history? Yes, I would say I've heard a lot of it. Perfect. Then you understand that many people living in the Moonwald today were born there. Two full generations, the 
baby is born there now, the, the, the third generation born, for humans at least. Now, my kind live a bit longer and um, no much, obviously, else we don't go with, goes without saying. But this whole idea that because it was once of theirs um, and they remember with their long lives, and it, to, be, to be frank, it is completely crass. It was something that was won. It was agreed upon. Peace was established because of it. I understand that our good king wishes to establish new peace in a time when there is no war in the, the, in the West. But understand that this will be a tremendous detriment. Our family, our Viscount Proletta, the entire Proletta family will have to up, uproot because the Alves, Alfheim will not let us stay there. We moved in 60 years ago when this happened. We have been tending to those, well, mainly the same folk that have lived there. We didn't cast anyone out. We embraced them them all. I, I'm, I'm afraid that I am simply stating the obvious, perhaps, but this act of faith or, or whatnot by my own good king, and I do not doubt his august majesty whatsoever at all, but I do believe that there is a large factor here that Sermonet is oddly quiet. Will this not besmirch the memory further of Queen Elspeth the first? The peacemaker named that, received that moniker due to her fantastic work quelling that war after her, after her father's unfortunate timely passing. I fear that this is a blemish on her as well, as all the people of the Moonwald who will have to have a yet another dramatic shift. I was hoping that you would be able to speak on the, the, the behalf of the family Proleta and all the people that live in the Moonwald today. So you would like to stay there or would you like it to not be handed over back to Alfheim? I think even the concept of simply handing it over is is nonsense. I do not wish for it to be handed over. It was won via conquest in a time of war, and we are blessed to be in a time of peace right now. And I understand the idea of giving back, but the fact is that it is being given like a thing to a people that still view it as theirs. But it tis not. It was it was won by conquest, but the the signage, the writing, the signatures were from Sermonea, Alfheim, and Agriston all. And you want me to talk to my queen? I've come a very far way to ensure that no rash decision is made. No rash agreements are come to. And my father was made aware that such discussions were already in the works and would be, be, pre, would be presented in short order. Rumors have spread that there was a gathering of great minds and power powers not too long ago, frankly, this, this, this week, 
And while information has not come out of there yet, my fear is that our fate has already been sealed or is in the process of being sealed. The shackles are, are being slowly clicked shut. And I was hoping I have zero ability to gain audience with the royal palace at this time, with the queen herself. But you, I'm fortunate enough to have stumbled upon her in this fantastic gala. Which I completely understand. I'm just going to look at the notes real quick. That's why I had them pulled up already. Mm -hmm. Just so I remember exactly what they were saying about it. And so I understand, and this is between DM and player, mm -hmm. when it says reparations from Alfheim to citizens who wish to stay in Agristone to relocate, does that mean that the citizens who don't want to relocate, even if they're not elven, could stay in the Moonwald and be part of Alfheim? Or would all non-elves have to relocate? Um, I should say it's not like Al Alfheim is, is all elves, right? right. So it, it's yep. just it's more of a citizenly type thing. Um, reparations from Alfheim to all who wish to remain Agristonian citizens in our force. Yeah, so if, if they want to, to remain Agristonian citizens, they need to move out of the Moonwald. Okay. If folks want to become Alfheim citizens, they can, they can stay, but then they're fully subject to whatever laws that, that they have. So realistically, something like Viscount, like the Viscount would go to being nothing, yeah. right? Nothing. Their wealth, they, they, they can be wealthy, but they would lose all tie title, all land. That would probably be given back to the elves or whomever that originally had it. So yes, it would be, Alfheim would need to pay them to relocate. Whatever that reparation looks like yet to be decided, um... So what I'm hearing from you is you don't think your own monarch would listen to you, and so you've come here. His august majesty has already made his de decision, again, from my, my our understanding, and the decision is such that he's making it because he believes it will appease them. And I believe there is there must be other ways to make this appeasement. It is... Shocking to me to even think that he would give up a landmass that his father very much earned, and we have been living and toiling and, and doing quite well in the, in the orchards and the land. His taxes have n never once slipped from our territory. But I do believe, frankly, yes, that his august majesty has his mind in a certain direction, and I am hoping that Simonea can stand up and say, let's not be rash on this. And do you realize by doing so, we would alienate a large allyship that we need in this war? I, you speak this as if it's the truth, but to be perfectly honest with you, it's not, I'm no ambassador, I'm no emissary, I'm no delegate. 
I'm no, I'm no envoy. I am simply a man who's here to speak on behalf. It is not my job to think of the how a thing gets done, only to plead the case. Which I respect you for, and I understand. I would hope you wouldn't. You would not say no to Alfheim and 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 throw a glass through through their window. But I hope that there would be other more diplomatic ways of getting of making sure that the honor of Sermonea and Agastone both are not impugned by this option. You you understand, sure. I understand doing what's best for everyone. I can speak to ensure reparations are properly explored. But surely, you must, you speak to that they signed. If someone went into your house and took your house and then made you sign over the deed with a knife at your neck, would you consider that legal? If I... How would you feel then? This isn't about feeling. I understand how they feel. I can conceive of the feeling. Do you understand that this will ruin our house? We will go back to Agastone. We will move. We will lose our keep. We will lose what, we, what we've had for 60 years. I was born in that house, in fact. We will lose everything. Our, we will, we may not even be counts. We surely cannot stay in Alfheim or even less than, than that. This simple stroke of the pen would ruin us. And that's what needs to be ironed out, is the way not to ruin you. And I am more than willing to speak to that. There are Tens of thousands of people living in the Moonwald. You can stay. Stay and be less. Or move and be diminished. I say there's no reasoning with it then. Just, if you will, speak my concerns and the concerns of the Viscount Proleta to your queen. Of if course you... I will. I'm not sitting here saying no. I understand where you're coming from. And I understand the fear your family must be facing. But I also understand that this is not a time to throw tantrums. We will have no peace if we do not work together. There must be a way to work together that's not sending people out on their... All that we've, we've, we've worked for? All that we've put into this? You admit yourself, the orchards are still being run by those that had them before you did 60 years ago. Is it not just as much theirs? They have it their fair share. What is their fair share? What have you given them? 
Are they lords? <clears throat> well, I'm quite tired of this conversation, but I do appreciate you bringing this up uh, as you would to the good queen. Of course. I will ensure it is discussed. Very good. And he'll hop down and just walk away, finishing his, his drink, setting it on um, somebody just passing by. He keeps down. I'll make a rude through. gesture at his back. <laughs> how did you? <laughs> you hurt my feelings. That's how it counts. And then I will get up and go outside. Back or front? Front. Front. Okay, uh, Slaria will not be there as well right now. She's, at this point in time, pretty much everybody, if they're not here yet, fuck them. So her greeting necessity is long gone. She'll be taking a, a poop right here, canonically. Love it. Love she'll it. be stuck there the rest of the night. Um, no, she'll be outside right now, in the back people around the garden and whatnot. Okay. As you head out, um, you would... Um, uh, yeah, I guess I'm not sure. Where where were you going? As you... I would be looking for the head of the white compass. Oh, that's, that's right. Yes. He, he would still be leaning. Right now, he was standing. Now he's kind of leaning. Now there's less people coming in and out. He, he's, he's still standing there. So a French break, like, your, like, like yourself, uh, um, coming coming down here. Dark hair, some wisps coming down. Rapier, half cape, hiding one arm. Looks at you. Nods. How goes? Oh, sorry. Anaxoria. You can call me Annie. Well enough, Annie. And you? Well enough. And you are who to this whole thing? One of the 660? You didn't introduce yourself with the usual aplomb I've become accustomed to. Voice of the Crown. Uh, so there should be more aplomb. Your voice of the crown. Oh, please, no. And I will lean on the wall next to him. Bonry. Bonry Volus. Nice to meet you, Bonry. So, you're on your own guild? Your own company? Company. Company. Well, company of seven. Company of seven? Don't need to have many to be a good mercenary company. But if, if, if you, but the word company implies more, though there's no legal necessity, to, there's no legal de- definition of how many is is in a, a company. There are by military standards, but, but not by guild by mercenary standards. So saying it makes it sound more impressive numerically, but I assure you that the seven of us are every bit as worth as the 50 to 100 in other mercenary companies. Well, I haven't been able to pick out any of your men, so. Skill over number, for sure. Oh, they're around. If you're trying to suss out, to suss out from me who's who, you'll find a uh, sealed tongue. So are you based in the city? Usually not. We actually hail from, from Agristone. But, called uh, Cor courier sent word and the next thing you know uh, baby Irtain had a generous offer via a missive to us I guess our, our word got out enough she was explicitly looking for a smaller number of highly skilled in, 
individuals who could protect uh, and serve and could be trusted. And she knew, strangely, the exact amount of coin it would take for all the above. Shrewd woman, that. She Shrewd is woman. very good at that. Very rich. Yes. But I don't mean to say that we're in it purely for the coin. Obviously, we are, but we are. We will do a very, very good job at doing what we're doing. Of course. Of the course. bonus that we that we get for this all going off with the audit hitches. Enough to keep me sitting right here happily. Absolutely. So you based out Silwood? No, no. No, we're not based out of anywhere. We're not a guild, to be clear. We're a com- company, company, so yes, we move no matter. We don't have any homes, just are things that can get burned when you piss the, the, the wrong people off. I'm sorry, what about Voice of the Crown? When you draw the ire of the wrong individuals. Oh no, when you piss the wrong people off, I know all about that. I have a buddy who owns a guild, Hymot. Hymot? Yeah. I, I'm not aware of, of one in, in Hymot. Just started about half a year ago, the Gravewalkers Guild. Last I heard, the only guild in Hymot was Earth Scorchers or something of storage, but that was more now of Now you know where we're stationed. We took over their old place. Oh. So they're not coming back. Assuming not. It's been long enough, hasn't it? Uh-huh. Elbastus and Haima. <laughs> Someone's talking about my kill. Well, just thought I should come say hello. And see how it's going, and could we get you a drink? Working. I may have the roguish looks of one who doesn't care but I care enough to keep a fully level head. I am and I think my job is more fun than yours because I can drink on it. Look, I'm well aware of the, the danger that is here right now as we speak. I'm well aware of what happened in the court city not even half a year ago. I'm well aware that the first large gathering of no here is a place rife for nonsense. I'm also well aware of the amount of coin that we have have to earn. That is why I'm here right now. That is my investment in making sure that things don't devolve into pure chaos. So far, so good. And three of my members have the ability to one is quite good at um, uh, telling if someone is lying, and two are have the, uh, the ability to assess magical presence and energies and such. I don't understand it myself, but it is enough to. Uh, I have been informed that the amount of ma- magical nonsense here is. Enormous, but mostly of the illusory variety. They um, all glamour themselves. And pr- pr- protections. Uh, ab- abjuration magics are up plenty, which is wise, smart. The amount of uh, deadly implements that we've de- detected have been relatively few, and mostly those that could not assault a large number at one time. Anyone I should be concerned about? Not anyone in particular. We have we have our eyes on them. Okay. 
I'm protective, sorry. Happened to be here when it happened. I imagine you all were. Some of us are more able to stop it than others, though, which puts us in a position of being especially protective. Well, the white compass, he says, tapping his um, emblazoned painted part here. Well, the white compass is, is only one of the protective elements here that, that Lady Irtain has invested in. Her other guard, he says, gesturing to, to the forward hour over here is kind of milling about watching. Um, uh, that work for the family and have for quite some time are equipped well enough to deal with such things. So I think enjoy yourself, do the job that you do, keep your eyes and ears out. If you see anything, come to I'll me. let you know. Are you staying in one of her fine casinos? Well, we're actually staying here at the estate um, in the Smart. in the guest house, probably seven. I haven't even made a full circuit by myself of every room in all of these establishments and she doesn't want us to mostly on the outside and this we took a full survey of this place top to bottom before anybody arrived and quite confident there's nothing uncouth that was before it was filled with 137 individuals nobles nobles Bluff. <laughs> Well, once you get your coin, Drunken Dragon is a fantastic place. Is it? Drinks to die for. Isn't that in Clifftop District? It is. Is that is that old uh, fuddy duddy duddy Isakario Popoputineska still running the Clifftop Guild Watch? Is he? I just figured he's like a fly. You just. You say that, but Clifftop. Guild is the most well-known guild in all of Sermonia, and they do have upwards of 70-some members, so... I went, no, I told him I wasn't joining. The fact that we were called here for a significantly higher coin than, than they would have been is, if I may say so myself, a feather in my cap, and I do not believe it was because, just between you and me, I'm fairly positive it's because... She was looking specifically for people that would have no interest, some people that would have furthest from. You you understand. Absolutely. Otherwise, she could have that whole guilt. And again, 70-some members, that spread about all. And most of the members, see, that's the thing. Seven of us are all highly skilled at what we do. 77 of them, you never know. I, who, who knows how many of them have signed over and paid their dues and gotten a badge to, to say I'm part of the Clifftop. Regardless, their name has spread between all, all the realms. So Easy to do when it's written on toilet paper. My goodness. Voice of the crown. Tongue of the devil, he'll say, looking at your horns. Come on, I came out here for a bit of fun. Unless you want to go in there and deal with them for a while. I have rubbed elbows with many, many nobles in my relatively young years on this plane of existence. I'm more than happy to sit outside and we'll watch them come and go. Absolutely. Well, I'll let you know if I see anything. I appreciate it. I will push off the wall and head back in. Okay. 
anywhere else you would like to go or any people that you're specifically seeking or anything of the sort? I think I hit everyone I wanted to talk to. Okay. Any rooms you want to venture into? Probably there is just... the ceiling, or the ceiling, oh my god, the rooftop as well. Yeah, I would first go in here. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. You sure you want to walk yeah, in there? I do. Um, well, Demisri is there, but you gotta talk to her. But. Ah! Lady Anaxoria Ahura, he's been so long, I cannot believe that you are here. I should have known that you would be here so long. Ah, that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Felicia Gogoltip. Your mentor, your master, your instructor is here as well. I cannot wait to hear her voice and her song and her dance tonight. But you, as always, ravishing, blessing my eyes every day I see you. Lord Sivis, and I will curtsy very deeply. It is so wonderful to see you. And you I'm sure the honor is explicitly, purely, exclusively all mine. The performance tonight should be exquisite. Oh, I am sure. I'm sure you have to have to say that, but I'm sure it's also triply true. Well, I absolutely do not have to say it. <laughs> well, uh, can I get, get you a, a drink or food? You see that, that the spot where he just just jawed him off, had a few small plates of, of a variety of, of, of things, and he's got some like crumbs, and he's kind of just like, can I get you anything, anything to eat, uh, food, drink? I am actually okay, I have a drink right here, and I was just looking for Lord Madani to A dance, it. perhaps? I could do a dance. Okay, he, is that a little bit shocked, actually? I've... Yes, please, please, please. And he'll oh, look help. at Iris and say, you're actually the first on my dance card. Largest blessings be upon me this day. How lucky can a gnome be? And he'll help to take your hand. It's very much like walking a, you know, fairly small child out here. And um, again, the music is not really much for right now. But I will say, when... People see that, um, like when the players up up here are just sort of strumming here and there. Right now, it's mostly just people chatting and glasses clinking. When they see that a civis air, a dragon mark air, and the voice of the crown are beginning to dance, the harvest chorus will begin to start playing. The actual thing, the other band members here. Felicia stops and whirls around and sees you and Lord Kepram Sivis. And he'll go on his tippy toes as you kind of just got a little bit. And of course he's a good dancer as much as you can be because any Dragonmark era would be. And as they dance around, other people kind of begin to pick up the thread and dance, but many others are sort of like watching this beauty, clearly beautiful, ravishing, foreign you know, woman, voice the crown with Kleprum Sivis. Yep. Who is a very powerful individual himself, despite how yep. goofy he is. But as you're being twirled around and stuff, you only have eyes for Felicia, who's standing there going, and, and you've almost never her, seen I her more like... slack jaw. Just... As next time you do see her, she's just going like this. The ne ne next time you see her, she's doing this. Next, next time you see her, she's doing this. I'm going to lean down and say, I think Felicia might want to dance with you, sir. Oh, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> she is beautiful. She would love it. You see Felicia then 
smile at you and snap her fingers. And the torches that are, are, are lit around here, and she brings, using pyrotechnics, well, which is a spell she has, will bring fire around you two in a ring. And she's just doing this, and as you're twirling, something from goes, are we in danger? Nope. Just enjoy it. And those go, whoa, whoa. So now those that were dancing have stopped. Because now all they can see is you two surrounded by a thin ribbon of fire, and you swear through the fire you begin to see horses and the such galloping, and figures dancing amongst them as she's just swirling her hands around, really giving you guys a spotlight and make sure that you can't depart without walking through the flames. Literally, like you are in a five-foot surf circle here. Clap him A little bit of sweat begins to bead at him through just the attention, but also the fire and also just the happiness. Yeah. The song goes on for, for a full six and a half minute long measure. You were done dancing three and a half minutes prior, at least, but it goes on long, long, long. I will say at like the three yeah. minute mark, I will say, I am sorry, but I think I need to rest. Mm. Please, please, of course, he'll let you, you go and, and bow um, and the fire will just keep there and then she'll be like, the song's will... not over yet, my dear. And I will walk through the fire and just go. Your dress burns. I'm kidding. Oh, you're no fun. <laughs> Into like ash and dust. Oh, that settles. People like clap at the dance, clap at the fire, clap at the. There's people all begin clapping in here. You are very much the center of attention of about. 17 people for that three, three and a half minutes. And Clapper just stands there, the ash kind of sets heavily on him, looking. Clapper, would you like to meet Felicia? If it would not be too forward, yes. Never too forward. Come with me. Felicia looks at you and is like. Felicia. Felicia Goldhead. This is Clapper. Sivis. Heir to the Sivis. Lord Sivis, it is truly. Uh, pl- pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. No, I must insist, my lord. It is mine. And he. Oh, um. Uh, okay. Kleprum has the most delicious drink I have ever tasted. Is that the case, Lord Sidis? <laughs> she says, speaking with me. <laughs> like looming over, over him, he says. I, what, what, what drink are you, to which are you referring? With the cinnamon. Oh, uh, yes, it, it is a, a gnomish, it, well, how is civis, but a, a, a gnomish, uh, del, uh, uh. Oh no. Oh boy. It went far away. Uh, it is a, 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 no, a uh, looking up at her as she like looks down upon him. No, it's uh, cinnamon and the uh, red wine. She goes, sounds delicious. And he, you know what? It's silly. I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't want. 
uh, it was a pleasure to meet meet you. And you, you and I, sorry, of course, as always, uh, absolutely. Th thank you so much for blessing me to think. Uh, I'm, I'm going. I, I foolishly left my uh, 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 fork in, in in the other room, and he'll depart this this way. Felicia will look at you, smile like, "Don't you dare try to do that to me ever again." What? I'm it taller was... than than you. What am I, am I supposed to be? An L shape while <laughs> dancing? Yes. Don't you do that to me again, young lady. You speak of good men. I'm sure he's a plenty good man. He's plenty of good coin. No need to clean the coin. Others are like. Poor club from just goes goes through. You saw him like it was like first he was like oh my god, then it was like oh my god, this is intimidating. That was an intimidation check for her, not even anything else. It's funny. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's very nice. The fire really. What? You know I do that. I do that all the time. That's part of my, um, my, that's part of my tonight. Fire dancing? I thought that people would, would, would love that. They will love that. They'll be like, oh, it's so Eastern. But then I'm going to transition. The lights will go down the f f fire, because obviously the lights will be off. The fire is going to see me. The fire will go off. And I'm going to do a, a costume change, which I discuss self. And then I will stand and I'm going to do a beautiful opera. In an old sermon, and still well known, but about 300 years old, even before my time, if you can believe it. So it's going to go from this, well, this, you know, foreign dance thing to, oh my gosh, it's actually one of us. Wearing our thing. It's gonna, I'm a, these people will be eating out of my hands. Well, they would be no matter what you did. You could put on a potato sack and go up there and pretend to be a pig at a luau and they'd love you. I see you are you already are predicting my encore. Is that what you did? Is, is that what you did when you were here for your performance? I think that would be a touch bit cheerier than what I did. What do you mean? I happened to sing about the whole drowning incident. Boats. Oh, water. you sang about drowning. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. The best music a bard can perform is that which sings to their heart. So if that is what you perform, then I'm sure it's the best you could possibly do. I don't know where you got this string from, my dear, but I can say that I am constantly reminded that you are that you were a good choice, a good investment. When do I start earning royalties from your You're living your in my apartment. Okay, 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 okay. Now there's no need to I be, got you a job. There's no no need for that. No need for that. I almost handed you a dragon marker. Almost. Almost. But you chose the wrong the wrong one. Which one do you want? I'm look I'm more more in like a half a half elven sword with a nice Rugged scar and dark hair, gold, golden eyes. If if you can find something like that. If you wanted to share our bed, you could have just asked. Don't tempt me. He's good looking, at, at least. Just doesn't, at least. doesn't deserve you. 
Who does? Nobody. Exactly. So that's why you should just be celibate. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not celibate. Um, have your fun and then leave them be. There's probably somebody, somebody better in the next giant city, a gem of the West. Your problem, Anna, sorry, is you went too high too fast. There, I'll say it. I'll say it. I don't have the privilege of living as long. True. But you're still very, very young. And also, do you remember that pig farmer? Last time we were, we, we, we were, I remember you still, yay tall, same height, pretty much. And yay face, same face, pretty much. And you were pining over a pig farmer. He was very nice. Yes. And now you went from that, and I don't see, I don't see you for, for a time. A brief interlude, one might say, a year or two, which is, I can't, I sleep that. I don't sleep. And then, next thing I know, you're betting with the, one of the highest ranking men in all of the largest city, the most powerful realm in the entire West. He started it. Too high. Too fast. It's June Stupid bugs. June yeah, bugs. I was like, is it hailing? How is yeah. it hailing? It's 80 degrees. No, it's June bugs. Well. Um, yeah. I think they're missing you on stage. I am going to go catch some fresh air up top. Not to mention, if you're looking for dark hair and handsome and rugged, there's one out front. Hmm. I know. I know. Considering. Do it. Hmm. But not any of this cohabitating thing like He doesn't seem like the type. No. Do I? Oof. God. Death. Enjoy the fresher. I'll be cooped up here. Well, you always have dance partners. Yes, anyone I want, but none as good as me. And she'll begin to, to, to dance by herself, a flowing thing. And she twirls away, away from you. Her dress sort of like flapping you a bit. People just begin, like, you know, again, just drawing the eye. She beautifully just does a dance all by herself. <sighs> You never, you never, you feel like when you walk through most places, people like eyes are always watching you, whether because you're a tiefling with rainbow horns or you're beautiful or whatever reason, always looking at you. So there's something nice about being in a room with Felicia when she's being heard that you all of a sudden you're like easily, all eyes go to her, you can just slink away. Yep. Slink I do, all the way to the roof. Okay. All the way to the roof as you come all the way up here. And there are two figures up here that you will recognize. The barkeep, and I'm kidding, you don't recognize the barkeep. Marcus is not here, nice try. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> ah, half-elf, there we go. Could have turned her towards him. Isn't he half-elf? Or is yeah, he a full-elf? think he's human. Marcus is, is a human. Marcus Flynn? Human. Really? Human oh. name, oh. human. Straight up human. Um. Yes, you see two figures that, that you recognize up here. One, Ulara de Harasco, Countess Ulara de Harasco, um, 
needs no introduction. And um, um, Clarabelle. Uh, Baroness. Uh, um, no, Earl. What's the female version of Earl? Um, oh God. Is it Countess? Mike? I know it was Earl Yorin, so. Female Earl. Countess, yep. Yeah. Perfect. See, I knew it. You did know it. I had a feeling it was Countess too, because I'm like, when else would you use Countess? Count, 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 Countess, Earl, Countess. Yeah. Um, so yes, and Countess um, Clarabelle de Galanda. They're both sitting here. Um, Laura is sitting here sipping at something, but it has some steam coming from it. So you, it, and it, like you imagine it's tea. Um, it has sort of an herbal smell to it. These tables are filled with people as well, and there's people, you know, milling about over here, sitting on the benches. There's two. There's one bartender up here serving. Some folks are kind of standing, milling about. So. In this beautiful weather, the roof easily has like 12 people up here j- j- just alone by themselves. Um, Clara, Clara Buzz over here, there is some, some somebody sitting here now, some other noble, noble person just engaging in conversation. She's kind of just nodding along. It's a guy talking. She's just nodding her head. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. walk up then. Does she look like she's enjoying it? I guess I should ask that. Uh, it's kind of what you're thinking here. Where someone is like, you know, a guy's taking, and it's a fairly young, maybe, you know, mid 30s human, uh, um, you know, beautiful, you know, hair slicked back and braided, you know, braided down um, with like golden cuffs through through it, um, golden earrings right, right here, only out on one ear that you can see. So, somebody who's just. She's pretty demure for the last you remember, and now she's a very high ranking person one of the, the top, top twelve in the in the entire city. So she's just nodding her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would walk up mm-hmm. then. Okay, you walk up. Countess, wonderful to see you. Oh, hello, um, Annie, right? Yes. And sorry, can I call you Annie? You oh, you may call me Annie, of course. And you are. Uh. uh Baron Wistet uh, von Desken. And you are? Voice of the Crown. May I have your seat? Voice of the the, the Crown? Yes. Uh, that's a very lofty title. And Clarabelle says, My Lord Baron, the Voice of the Crown just asked you for your seat. And yet I'm still standing. Ah! Of course! Of course! You'll Thank you. Judge out for you. And I will sit down. Thank you. She'll be like, could you, um, uh... Go away? The voice says it. I would like to be alone right now, so if you could leave, that would be fantastic. He'll just kind of look to you and Clarabelle like, well, feel free, um, lady, to, if you have any needs of our services, or she says, I, I will. I will. I will. Thank you. Yes, Ben Vistat, I, I assure you I, w- I will. If the need ever arises, yes, he just kind of goes goes on. The voice of the, of the crown is, is becoming quite impatient. I think we have business to, to discuss. It's of paramount importance. Perhaps you can learn more about it in the future? And he will look to you and... 
course. Well, it is good to see you and good to see you. Turn and like Wonderful almost to meet you, Earl. His boots <laughs> click. Like the heels almost have like metal in them as they click as he will walk up to the bar, snatch a pre-poured cocktail and just make his way toward the stairs. I hope I wasn't interrupting something you actually wanted. No, you were not. If if anything, you just saved me from another hour of boring conversation. Well, wonderful, because I sadly don't actually have any business to talk about with you, but that looked awful. Thank you for not having business to, to attend. I've had enough people coming to me asking for all sorts of... I always knew that these events were like that, but it was always my grandfather. I just have to peel him, him off the... F- uh, I should, I'm sorry, I should not speak, speak ill. Um, I'm sorry, I'm being far too familiar. We've hardly in- interacted in the past. Um, not at all. I understand how these things go. Um, it is a pleasure to re-meet your acquaintance, Voice of the Crown. Can I call you Anis- Lady Anaxoria? If you really want to, but I am tiring of people calling me that. What would you prefer to be called? Annie. Only if you call me Clara. Thank you, Clara. How are you holding up? Um, well, the fact that I'm up here in the open air at the corner table furthest from most people should tell you enough. Would you like a drink? Um, I've I've had one, and to be perfectly honest, it was probably enough. My stomach's a bit um, unsettled, but I'm I'm doing. I don't mean to com- complain. I'm doing I'm doing well. It is unbecoming of a matriarch of, of House Galan, as I'm reminded persistently. So I'm well, though. I, I, are, are you well? Oh, I'm I'm well. If your stomach's unsettled, have you ever tried ginger ale? Ginger ale? Yes. Sounds a bit odd. No. Do you like ginger? Have you ever heard of ginger root? I've heard of ginger root, yes. I will look over and call someone over. Okay. No. For you, they'll swoop on it, they'll jump over the bar. (laughs) Do you have ginger ale? No alcohol, like, um, cold brewed ginger water. No? Is that a thing that people have? I'm I'm sorry, I've never heard this before. I'm gonna look at Clara. What do you have? Uh, what are you looking for? We have everything that's, I mean, we, we, our kitchen may have ginger. We have cold water. Do we have like mint water? Yeah, we have we have mint and we have water. Clara says it's 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 fine. It's fine. Just uh, trust me. One sugar cube in the water, muddle it with ginger. That's what we want. Very well. Two. Two of them. Yes. Very good. He'll 
hop, he'll, he'll hop back, say say something to the, to the individual here. And then he'll make his way down, like he has to go to the kitchen to, to get those, those things. Must be an Eastern thing. I'm sorry about that. Ginger root is it's used as an ingredient in some foods that are not from around here, but I, I never heard of it in a water form or an, an ale. An ale? It's called ale, but the truth of the matter is there's no alcohol in it. Oh. It's sweet. It's like ginger sugar water, and it helps settle your stomach. Well, that would be nice if such a, a remedy was so easy to come across. Right? I mean, it's not medicinal, but Mother Superior used to give it to me whenever I was sick, so... Mother Superior? Is that is that your mother or no? That must be. Do you come from clergy of some sort? Dome of the Starry Lady. Oh. Yes. Interesting. I don't really know much about um, the dome or their ways, but I I I, I, I have, to be honest, I think the only thing I really know about them is that they're located in Oracle Lake. That is correct. Water on every side. You look like you're thinking something. Honestly, I'm just trying to maintain the proper composure as is expected. If my great aunt saw me foundering in conversation with the voice of the crown, I'm sure I'd be quite flogged, either verbally or otherwise, when we get back to the conclave. So, um, if if anybody asks, I'm sure you'll inform them I was the vision of... um, professional matriarchy and we have have eight different schemes cooked up for starting immediately tomorrow. Eighteen? It's going wonderfully. Thank you. It's it's nice to just talk and not have to have anything expected or needed. Absolutely. I don't know why my grandfather. I should have just turned turned it down. I'm still, I'm still thinking about, like, my great aunt. Or so I, I, I could name, on two hands, every fing, finger would have two, you know, two names written on it of better individuals. But he was very clear in his will, and unlike other families, House Galanda has always, um, the patriarch or matriarch has always selected in their will the following so I the different houses have different rules and I, I don't know why ours is even like that I'm sure there's some ancient centuries old history but I, I don't understand why the only thing I know of the job is being in a lot of meetings and needing to say yes or no to some things and getting drunk enough at locations that you needed somebody else to help you get home. Well, maybe that's the thing. He saw you were different enough from him. Maybe that's what he knew the family needed. Right? Maybe. Hopefully. I hope it was something he saw. I mean, you were the only one that ever came and scraped him up. No. The only one he asked. That was my job 
sort of like being a caddy for somebody and then finding out that they left you their their prized carriage and, and all four steeds only more in every way shape and form sounds overwhelming I, I'm sure you have um, your self filled to the very brim with your duties um, as voice of the crown but luckily I don't have a great aunt well, I was informed that if I was fortunate enough to have an audience with a member of, of the Crown, if they chose to, to grace this gala, that I should inquire about the goings-on in Gatesville. Um, since you're the cl- closest thing and I'm the closest thing, I guess I'll just ask, um, how are the goings-on in Gatesville? Great. Corphedix are going to be lifted once we reach peace. Everything that's been discussed, it's going smoothly. And just between me, you, and me, do you think this is a good idea? The Corphedix? Those laws were put in place all those centuries ago, specifically so the Dragon March houses did not gain undue power and influence. The crown can only affect so much within Ceremonia if the Dragonmark families can influence Terminal, also their power grows. If they can influence other realms too, it's... it. I'm just afraid that this sets up for a, a, a coup or a grand shift in power in the next hundred years. It might, but also comes with caveats and we can shut it down whenever we need to. I know you On say that. On the flip that, side, mm-hmm. all of you gaining power gains this kingdom power and brings coin back in. That's not wrong. And at the end of the war, we all know wartime creates gold for most. The end of a war tends to be a time of poverty, so if we can find a way to pull back in during that, it will only strengthen us and ease the transition. That's my opinion, but I'm no noble. You're not? You, no. you must be in some capacity. Right? No. My darling, I'm not. So when you say you were raised in the Dome of Starlight, you mean like not like went there as a noble woman to learn. You meant literally raised. Correct. Wow, that must have been exciting. Cool. Well, it was. And it was my childhood, and it's what I'm used to. If you want to talk about politics, I lived in an entire facility filled with women. Only women. She looks at your seat, like you're sitting out, and looks at the seat and says, Sounds kind of nice in some ways. Yeah. Just tell them to screw off. Uh, I'm not voice of the crown. I can't be doing be doing that. You are Lady de Galanta. And you can ask them to leave whenever you want to. Don't even make a thing. Just look at them and say, I'm tired. Can you go away? Men are very trainable. I will 
ever seek your wisdom in this way, and one day I hope to gain the voice to rival yours. But till till then, I suppose, right? Till then, of course. You will have to come over sometime. I know you're not one for cards, but perhaps we could do something else. Like painting? I like painting. Yeah? We could paint. I mean, I embroider. If you don't mind me embroidering while you paint. Yeah. That would, that would be nice. That'd be very nice. Maybe I can actually find some ginger ale, too. If you think so, and right about this time, he'll come, he'll come up with the two drinks. Um, just water and mint, and like muddled mint and sugar um, sort of in there. It's a bit cloudy due to the sugar. Some, some green fibrous bits kind of floating in there. Set one there, set one, one there. If there's anything else, let me know. And I'll go back to the bar. Thank you. It tastes good. I think it's helping. Doesn't have to. Just trying to help. I know. Thank you. Well, I suppose I can let you look like you're thinking about all the business ideas we just discussed. I need to ponder hard about these deals that we have. Yes, it is a lot to think about. It's so much. Well, thank you for giving me your time. It was an honor. And I will certainly contemplate all the ideas you brought up. The voice of the crown is as wise as she is beautiful. Let it be known. Have a good night, Clara. Thanks, Annie. And I will stand up and grab the back of my chair and start walking away with it. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) There will be no chair left at the table with her. (laughs) All right. Anything else you want to do as you're dragging the chair away? I will bring it over to Lady DeFrosco's table. She is sitting alone right now, so yes. May I leave this here with you? You may. Thank you. And I will push it in. How are you? Well enough. Seeing that this is going off the way that it is thus far, I have nothing to complain about. Agreed. And you? Very happy that this is smooth. The crown is well? The crown is well. Talks are good. How's business? Fortunately slower now that we're in a moment of peace. But that just means more time to stockpile the... Everybody thinks House Roscoe is just healing potions and healing hands. When in truth, you know what we export more than anything else? Clean, boiled bandages. Splints of varying sizes, instruction booklets and manuals of how to set an arm. Herbs, if we're, if we're fortunate enough to, to part with them. So it's slow in immediate demand, but that just means more time to prepare for what's to come. Understandable. 
I understand that you yourself were in some ways paramount to this current truce that we have. Is this true? Yes. And knowing everything that you know, do you believe it is still the best decision? Or do you believe that we're playing directly into an enemy's hands? I think it depends on what we do with this time. And what we have done is turned it in our favor. Wise words from the voice of the crown. Let us keep all, all the machines of the city going as quickly as they can. Agreed. Using all the best time and energy that we can. How is your comrade Norwin? I have not seen him in quite some time. He's doing well, running around as always. Occupied as warden? Good. I just want him occupied, furthering himself in any way, shape, or form, even if it's not under my tutelage. Even if I cannot use him, if the crown is, then so be it. He is putting himself forward to learn everything he can. And it is from my understanding, even when the time comes, that perhaps he won't be warden. He may be walking with the elves for some time to learn some of their ways as well. We all must find the time to learn with the brief periods we have in this world. Absolutely. She'll sip at her tea. Very good. Will you be enjoying the performance this evening? I may. Not, not sure yet. sense well I will leave you too it was wonderful seeing you you as well if you need anything um, I can try to reach Norwin I'm only good for making Ridgebark about 75% of the time at this point so you probably don't want me but I can reach Norwin I think you have other talents that are being utilized by others I believe the true is him as well. Absolutely. Very good. Chatting with her and chatting with Laura, or uh, chatting with Clarabelle were like two odd things. Both yep. the, the halfling families couldn't be more different despite the same rooftop. Somehow both of them were very refreshing. <laughs> mm-hmm. in, their, in their own way. Yep. Well, have a good night. And I will turn around and start going. Downstairs? Yep. Okay. As you gather yourself down the stairs here, you see Elkris just coming up around here. At the same time, you hear a <laughs> through the doorway here, a shrill shriek a scream of terror Elkris everybody just kind of like stops and like looks 
I will just take off in that direction. Take off. You don't come around and meet you quite quite quickly as you burst through, and people are sort of gathered around here. Um, some stream, like as you guys burst th- through the doors, you got you hit people who are trying to get through. There's almost a kerfuffle as you you make your way forward here, and this this um, door is open. And you see a servant of Hossam, your team, th- th- there, and a key ring that's uh, that's just fallen to the to the to the floor, as if it was recently unlocked, and then the key just shot. And the servant is just standing there, just <sighs> the scream that come from her. And others are around here. Just it was so fresh. That you guys are amongst first on the city, on the scene. Um, what do you do? As you you just see. I will keep going in. Okay, you come around. There's people ga- gathered. Some say, "By the gods!" Oh my god! And you just. I will be pushing through. Push Voice of the crown, move. And as you are, you gonna step in. Yep. As you step in, to here. Um. You and Elkris, and there's some others that are, most did not come in, but you two just come straight in. You are greeted by um, an middle-aged, two middle-aged figures on the bed. One laying on um, her back and one laying on top of her. Uh, their clothes in various states of disarray and dishevelment, his pants down, um, her dress bundled up a bit. But it's less the seeming um, act of fornication rather than it is the fact that um, there's red all over them bed liquid red crimson seeming to flicker in the continual um, candle light that is there and it's a lot of blood dripping right now off the bus even despite soaking in here dripping off the comforter And you notice just from first stepping in that her neck has a has a deep but thin slash all the way through here, so deep that it's it would almost take off her head. And the man laying on top of her, you can see though it's kind of hard to see from this angle. You can see the the red pooling from him under her as well. It seems like both of their necks slash deeply right there. And Alcross will just say, fuck. Annie. He's looking at the the wall right here, right above the magical candle. And in blood is written, in blood we all lie as one. And then there's another scream from outside the door. And we're going to end there tonight, and I'll pick it up tomorrow.
No, we keep playing. Nope. We got through all the ch ch chats you want to get through. 